It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Even if you only caught a few reps of the Dolphins' defense on Sunday against the Patriots, odds are you probably felt the impact of Jalen Ramsey. A look at his performance in depth here today on Locked On Dolphins. You are Locked On Dolphins, your daily Miami Dolphins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right. Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Kyle Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan, host of Locked On Dolphins, co-host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Tip of our cap to the everydayers, because it is your team every day. We don't just say we live it here on the Locked On Network. Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. It's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. It is trade deadline day in the NFL, and we are waiting for 4 o'clock. It's about 1230, and uh, as news of defensive players getting traded, the Dolphins will not have Montez Sweat on their schedule the rest of the season. He was just traded to the Chicago Bears for second-round pick. We're keeping an eye on all of this action. Just finished doing the Dolphins' defensive tape uh, against the New England Patriots. And as you know, if you're a regular to the show, and if you don't know, if you're not a regular to the show, welcome. On Tuesdays during the season, uh, we focus our shows on the coaches' film review that I have a chance to do. We process all the individual player performances. Sometimes we do winners and losers. Sometimes we do stock up, stock down. Sometimes we go play by play and highlight really important, impactful things. This week is all about storylines. Uh, we just finished a little earlier uh, talking about the Dolphins running game and how it can get back on track, whether they get reinforcements from health or not. Uh, that was the offensive theme of the show. The defensive theme of the show is really quite simple. The Dolphins uh, received a player performance from Jalen Ramsey that they have not experienced all season long at the cornerback position. This was a totally different level. And the Jalen Ramsey effect on this Dolphins defense, projecting it forward, how he played against New England, how the other corners have played in the same concepts and schemes thus far this season, what it's going to mean for the other players in the secondary. Like there, There's a lot here. For a performance from Jalen Ramsey, who we spent the first portion of the offseason through till training camp started, thinking that he was probably going to be a star, uh, and not like a literal star, but like the position in this defense, the star position, kind of a nickel-type player. He played a lot on the outside against the Patriots because the Dolphins have other competent players that can play in the nickel, i.e. Cater Kohu. But Ramsey's presence on the outside, changed so much for this team. And if you just boil it down to week eight, the Dolphins got a cornerback performance from Jalen Ramsey that they have not seen all 
season long in the first game off the jump. And I understand you look at the New England Patriots wide receiver core and Kendrick Bourne's the best receiver and he got hurt. Devontae Parker got shook up with a big hit from Deshaun Elliott. Separation's never really been his thing, no matter how long he's been in Miami. They're, they're tight end heavy. They're running back heavy. Juju Smith-Schuster's no longer a separator. Like, I hear all of it. But the execution of the defense, never mind the physical matchups against the other players, the execution of the defense, the interception speaks for itself. Jalen Ramsey in half-turn coverage, getting depth, feeling the post route, releasing the post route to Brandon Jones, sinking back off of that to jump and bait Mac Jones on a throw that did not have the velocity to get into the hole in zone coverage that he was trying to fit it, and Ramsey baited him. Ramsey almost baited him again in the first possession of the second half for the Patriots. Everybody looks at that third down. that Mac Jones turns down the throw underneath. And he turned it down because Jerome Baker was actually capping that route at the, the line to gain in the middle of the field. And could he have completed it there and had the receiver spin off Jerome Baker and get the first down? Yes. But Ramsey was in coverage, and he released that route inside to inside zone leverage from an underneath defender in zone. And he felt from all the way on the other side of the field, they ran a deep over that was going to uncover and hit behind. If Ramsey chases all the way through and he's out of there, that over has nothing but green grass to lay that ball into. And instead, Ramsey gears down. He sees it. He he sees the, the underneath route go away. He sees the over developing from the other side, and he starts to creep, and he gets some depth. And Mac thought about it. He didn't throw it. But he thought about it. I'm here to tell you, if Mac had thrown it and thrown that deep over, Ramsey releasing that underneath receiver and sinking from the from the backside of, of where that route started, he would have had another one. The instincts are off the charts. The football IQ is off the charts. The execution of this defense from a footwork perspective, from an eyes perspective, from a discipline perspective, from a physicality perspective. The Patriots are running a vertical concept with two receivers to the same side, and they're both running vertical stems, and Ramsey, inside the contact window, presses the receiver so hard that their route stems were literally stacked one right on top of the other, both of them running straight down the field. This is, this is everything you hoped it would be for Jalen Ramsey, his impact in Week 8 against New England. There will be more stressful matchups to come. There will be more challenging assignments to come. But for Ramsey to play all but a handful of snaps, execute the way that he did, illustrate a level of execution that the other corners simply have not because they have not played in this scheme before, and for Ramsey to already step on the field and do it to the highest of abilities. Everything we hoped as far as reinforcements for this Dolphins defense, because guess what? Now the cavalry's coming. Javon Holland, probably Xavier Howard. Cater Kohu looked much more comfortable in the nickel. We'll talk about that domino effect more in segment three, uh, so stick with us. We're talking Jalen Ramsey and his effect on the Dolphins after his season debut against the Patriots. Watching Jalen Ramsey um, 
totally transformed the back end of the Dolphins defense. Uh, certainly had me working up an appetite on game day. So I two minute warning of the first half. Make sure I got my order in. Uh, uh, okay, let me go ahead and make a uh, confession here. I do like Arby's. I know that's probably a controversial take for some, but I door dashed Arby's. I got it delivered. I ordered it at halftime uh, or at the two-minute warning. I had it by the start of the second half, had myself Arby's. And uh, it's kind of a superstition type thing for me at this stage. If you listen to Locked On NFL Scouting, you know that. But DoorDash made sure I didn't have to step out of the house on game day during the game to still get my superstition meal. And we know it's Halloween, right? So like superstitions are all that, that we have to respect here. So if you're looking to avoid uh, taking time out of the game to go get some food for yourself, whether you want to go to your favorite restaurants, your favorite local restaurants, you want to go to the grocery store, load up for the tailgate, you name it. DoorDash has you covered so you can kick back a kickoff and score football season's best deals on groceries, restaurants, retail, and more. And you can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. Subject to change, terms to apply. So download the DoorDash app, spend $15 or more, use code LOCK23 and save up to 50% off up to a $10 value. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So differences versus the other Dolphins corners. And some of this is depending on the, the split field coverage rules, right? You know, you can't say Ramsey's footwork in every coverage assignment is this versus it being that for Eli Apple and Xavier Howard and Cater Kohu and Justin Bethel and so on and so forth, right? But... Uh, this Dolphins team, they have struggled to find corners who can trigger from space and playing with leverage when they're playing quarters and or if they're on the, the quarter side and trying to stay leveraged over top of vertical stems. The footwork and the pop that's required to stick your foot in the ground and drive back down into the catch point and contest the catch. Think about Philadelphia. You about A.J. Brown. How many A.J. Brown receptions did we see where the corner was just a half step off or on the body but couldn't play through the body and break the hands, right? It, it's, it was a persistent theme throughout the course of that particular football game. It was a contributing factor to you losing the game. So what Jalen Ramsey gives you is more length, more dynamic footwork, and more instincts and more technique to execute that. And the interception is obviously a great example of that, where he is in half turn and his eyes are through to the backfield. So he's seeing this entire route concept with the jet motion and the pump to the bubble and trying to pull the corner up and drop it in because the post is going to take the corner, the quarter's corner out of there, right? Some kind of variation of the same kind of manipulation of rules that uh, really caught the dolphins 
on the out and up in week one to Keenan Allen, where they ended up getting David Long matched on Keenan Allen from the slot uh, with the longer developing route with a post that clears out. And then you sw- switch release down the field and you get a mismatch. Same kind of attempt to manipulate the coverage, but Ramsey with half turn and his back is to the sideline and his eyes are through to the backfield. He sees this entire play unfold and he takes two steps. Again, he feels the post player with Brandon Jones. He releases the receiver that's running the post and he transitions off of with one clean step off of his repaired knee. Reach step, T step, flip my hips 180 degrees, drive on the throw, no wasted movement, and beat the receiver to the football. How many times have you seen Cater or Eli? And look, this is just reps within the scheme, right? I think Cater's physically capable of doing all of this. But reps within the scheme, Cater was a press man corner at Texas A&M Commerce, played it for the Dolphins last year. Now you're in space. Your transitions and your footwork are paramount. But it's a different kind of footwork than pressing at the line of scrimmage and flipping and carrying guys up the field. How many times have you seen Cater or Eli and they're in a pedal and something breaks right in front of their face and it takes them three steps to T-step to drive and get downhill and attack? And that T-step is like you take your back foot and you turn it and you plant it in the ground so you can really explode and drive off of that back foot without any extra steps. But if it takes you three steps to gear down one, two, open – Versus Ramsey playing inside saddle where he's in half turn and he drifts with the post, feels it, immediately plants. That's the difference. It's the same thing as a quarterback with his drop. If you're running timing in the offense and a lot of the Dolphins intermediate passing game with Tua Tungvalo, they'll they'll do play fakes or they'll do straight footwork. But if we're going to go shotgun three-step and you're looking to drill an, a, a basic or an in route around the ear hole of a hook curl defender, you have to take your three out of the snap. One, two, three. Back foot's in the ground. Ball has to be out for the timing of the throw to be effective. If you do one, two, three, and then hitch into the throw, Now you're becoming a a point and shoot type passer and you're running the risk of that in or basic route running into the hook player on the other side of the field. Or if there's a safety in the middle of the field, that's driving down into it, uh, collisioning the football. It's all timing, right? And how many times have the Dolphins DBs been a half step away? The footwork makes the difference. Now the length is also huge. Ramsey long as hell, long as all get out. And That's very apparent. Again, seeing him out there versus these other corners, even X. That's a different kind of big corner. And the length helps you crowd at the catch point and helps you play through the receiver. So I don't know if Vic Fangio is going to play matchups or not. What we've heard Vic Fangio say is he's going to, the way he calls the defense is going to be changed by the presence of Jalen Ramsey. That's very easy to see. I thought you saw a more aggressive nature for the Dolphins defense in this matchup in particular, because Mac Jones, he won interest in testing that side of the field. 
And what that does from a domino effect is one of the things that we're going to talk about before we hop off this show. But I really just really wanted to drive home Jalen Ramsey from an athletic profile perspective. So height, weight, length, explosiveness, athleticism, but then also an instincts perspective. That's going to benefit everybody else too, because Jalen Ramsey, for as much as he wants to talk about being involved in practice and being involved on game day and talking to the guys and saying, I, you know, if I get that, this is how I would play it. Now they get to experience it on the field. They get to have the proof of concept that look guys, this is how you transition in space to be able to make plays on these throws. Because if we're just going to, you know, be at a basic pedal, I mean, it takes us three steps to transition and stick our foot in the ground all those quick hitters and hitches on the outside and all those slant routes, that space is just going to be there. Your footwork and the execution of it has to be different. And it's easier said than done when you are a different kind of athlete like Jalen Ramsey. But because he is a different kind of athlete, it's a, it's a night and day execution of what you're looking for defensively. And it's a huge win for the Dolphins to have that back in the fray for them because everybody's going to benefit. We're going to talk a little bit about that next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets by any winning $5 money line bet at FanDuel. So if you want to bet the Dolphins to win against the Chiefs, and you hit and the Dolphins win, you're not only a winner because the Dolphins win, you get 150 bucks if your team wins that money line bet on a $5 bet. This is about as good of a return on investment as you can possibly cook up. So if you've been thinking about starting with FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. App is easy to use. It's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, the domino effect. You saw a more confident Cater Kohu playing in the nickel for the extent of the game. Eli Apple is out there as the other outside corner. But if teams are going to give Jalen Ramsey the kind of respect that he warranted against New England, what's inevitably going to happen is the spacing of your field, maybe not to the degree of like Revis Island and all those, the, you know, Stephon Gilmore with the Patriots, when you want Depoy and all that stuff. How you space the field is going to be different because you don't have to now defend the full width of the field with even distribution of zones. And I thought Miami and their execution against the Patriots defensively was one of the best jobs that they have done all season, not only of communicating and passing off routes, which is a huge deal because Javon Holland didn't play. So credit to Jalen Ramsey, credit to Cater Kohu, credit to Deshaun Elliott, 
credit to Brandon Jones for, I think, what was a markedly improved performance versus the first game that he played this season, which was against Buffalo, um, for, for being on the same page much more frequently. Was it perfect? No. But it's one of the better jobs and performances they've had of passing things off. But then also, uh, it was one of the better jobs that they have had of being more aggressive defensively. I think you saw... Uh, a lot of simulated pressures from Vic Fangio, which is when you still bring four, but one of the four is a non-traditional rusher. So that's kind of the cake and eat it too type of approach that Vic has. And you saw a couple linebacker simulated pressures where they got free runs up the middle because they timed Jerome Baker up really well. So they'd have one where Baker was stacked behind Christian Wilkins and Christian Wilkins would slant across the face of the, the center and force David Andrews to step with him. And because of how the the formation was based out, uh, the guards have and tackle have to fan out to dangerous threats, but the end is dropping out and Jerome Baker at the snap is firing downhill and running Scott three through the a gap for a pressure. Uh, you saw a lot of that, uh, but it was successful and it was not with a bunch of free space behind it, or it was not with a bunch of free runners that were just missed. I thought there was one play where the dolphins brought pressure. I believe they brought five, uh, where there was a free runner down the far sideline that potentially potentially could have been an explosive play, but the pressure hit because they dialed it up at the right time. So you see Cater Kohu tackling much more efficiently, right? And, and traveling with opposing defensive or defensive uh, opposing wide receivers. So they're going to jet motion. He's going to run with it. You know, the nickel in this defense is always going to be the passing strength. Uh, as far as you know, where the eligibles are. So I just thought that you got the best version of the Dolphins defense. And when you zoom out and you look at why, and you look at how they spaced the field and how they communicated, it was pretty clear to me that Jalen Ramsey's presence had a lot to do with that. So how many more balls is Xavier Howard going to have thrown in his direction than what he's had? Because kind of the book on X has been, oh, well, he's having the best season he's ever had from an, an efficiency standpoint because the teams are, just aren't throwing at him. Well, now what are you going to do? Now what happens if you trust these corners to play a little bit more on an island and you do congest the middle of the field? You're going to have to pick your poison and choose low percentage throws outside of the numbers down the field against Ramsey and Howard. Uh, Ramsey, one of the most freakish corners. And Howard, one of the, the best ball skills corners in football. Even to this day, even as he's aged and he's declined a little bit as far as like how dynamic he is as an athlete, or are going to throw into the congested areas of the field in the middle of the field? We'll find out real quick because the Dolphins are going to play the Kansas City Chiefs. But if everybody's up against Kansas City, I will be as excited as I've ever been to watch the Dolphins play because the interception was one thing. You can see it on TV. You could see it at the stadium. But to really see it all from the 30,000-foot view and and understand that it, this is going to mean more balls thrown to Xavier Howard. This is going to mean more aggressive front seven play. This is going to mean more congested middle-of-the-field coverage. This is going to mean uh, that the Dolphins, from a spacing perspective and a communication perspective, are going to be kicked into a different stratosphere. It was literally everything you hoped it would be. 
even if it didn't necessarily look like what we thought it would look like in April when we were talking about Ramsey playing the star position in the defense. Stuff to get really fired up about. 218 yards offense, 13 first downs. Uh, those are both season lows for the Dolphins. You had one turnover. You easily could have had another because Jalen Ramsey forced a fumble on Ezekiel Elliott. It's exciting times for this Dolphins defense as they get ready down the stretch run. Uh, of course, they play Kansas City. We are on to Kansas City here on this podcast, and then they have the bye. So we'll use the bye week to take advantage and zoom out at everything and talk about the midseason point, how this team has performed, expectations moving forward, what's surpassed expectations, what has yet to live up to expected. Like all that stuff's coming. We got game week this week. We're in Germany against the Kansas City Chiefs. Another opportunity for the Dolphins to come out and shut up these narratives. Uh, and prove that they are are for real, and we'll see what they do. But if you told me that everybody's up on defense and that we're going to see what the vision for this defense was going to be, and we see it against KC, what better time to get that all manifested than week nine? I'm Kyle Krabs. I am out of here. hope you guys enjoyed the show. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll be back again tomorrow. We'll probably do some trade deadline stuff, recap whatever the Dolphins ended up doing or not doing. Looking forward to that. I'll talk to you soon. Fins up. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.